Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Hey there, I hope you're having a good day. We are in the book of 2 Corinthians. We're on the fourth dig a bit for month two of our study of the God of all comfort. And as we are looking at 2 Corinthians and we're seeing all the different things that comforted Paul, I wanted us to take just a moment and think about the comfort that we get from the prayers of Christians. The prayers of Christians comforted Paul, and we read about that in 2 Corinthians 1 verse 11. You also helping together by prayer for us that for the gift bestowed upon us by the means of many persons thanks may be given by many on our behalf the corinthians obviously helped paul by praying for him now i don't want to make this dig a bit and especially we've been having some textual studies on the holy spirit that were a little bit involved but for this one i just want to be really practical and talk about being intentional about our prayers for one another because we find great comfort and consolation in the fact that we can pray for each other so i want to just give some ideas about how that we can be more effectual perhaps in our prayers james 5 16 says the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman avails much And so I wanted us to talk just for a few minutes about some ideas about being more effectual, more fervent, more organized maybe about our prayers. Now, I don't want to overthink this because we can go to God at any time in prayer, at any time, day or night. There's never um, a shortage of bandwidth between my soul and the throne of God. And so He is listening at all times to his children as they pray. But I wanted to just throw out some practical things that might be helpful as we try to be involved in each other's lives and comfort one another through prayer. So here's a little list. First of all, I know that many of you are probably already familiar with prayer apps like Echo. They are good. Many times if we are especially Those of us who are dependent on the internet and on our devices more than we are on written lists, a prayer app similar to Echo can be very helpful. You can keep your list there. It'll remind you if you set reminders for prayer. So those, those are great things for you to explore. And Echo is just one of those. I was in a congregation recently where at the conclusion of the lesson, I believe they had the contribution Uh, last in their service they took up a collection last in their Sunday service and then they began with the announcements and as they began with the announcements the men were already up and so they passed those baskets again people through the week had called the office and or turned in there was a basket in the back where you could turn in your prayer request you could name yourself or you could say anonymous prayer for a sister who is struggling with etc anyway you could you could name or you can ask prayers for your aunt who was suffering with liver disease or whatever it might be and those requests could be put in a basket or called into the office and then the secretary 
made little slips of paper with typed requests and those requests were folded neatly like a sort of like if you were having a drawing or something those uh, little slips of paper were folded neatly and put in the collection baskets in the back as soon as uh, they were finished taking up the collection they filled those baskets back up with prayer requests and passed those baskets and those people who were willing to say a prayer to I, I hate to even use the term say a prayer because it sounds like we're quoting something but those who were willing to go to the throne in prayer daily during the next week for a need would draw one of those out take it home with them put it in their bible on their mirror wherever it might be and commit to going to the throne in prayer for that specific need every day and I, I liked that I thought that was a good way to remind us to pray for one another to encourage one another with prayer I think it's important those of us who are moms to be sure that we're praying with our children every single day that they hear their names go before the throne of God that they hear us petition for their eternal salvation even as young children they hear us say father we want more than anything for Ezra to go to heaven we want more than anything for Colleyanna to be right beside mammy at the throne when when we all get to heaven please help us to teach her so that she might one day obey your gospel and that she might be around your throne one day those are the kinds of prayers that um, our children need to hear us praying I think one of the first things our children need to learn to pray themselves and call and Eliza Jane already says this we say and Ellis does too he's just a year old but help Eliza Jane to always and she fills in the blank obey help her to always obey it's really funny now she's come to the point where when she sees that she's about to get a spanking she says obey 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 she's changed her mind she will obey but it's too late of course when she begins to say the word obey our children our children need to hear us praying specifically for them even when they're two years old they need to hear us pray for the man they will one day she will one day grow up and marry for the woman that he will one day grow up and marry that he will choose a faithful follower of Jesus Christ someone who will help him or her go to heaven text groups I'm telling you what I for me it's been a rough year it's been a rough couple of years and I really am not sure that I would have had the stamina to survive some of the days that I have had in recent months if it were not for this group of women who are praying diligently for me they don't have to know every detail about what's going on in my life but if I reach out for prayers I will hear back immediately from several of them in this little texting group who will say I'm not forgetting you today your name is before the throne and most of the time when I request prayer for my little texting group that and we pray together they will say oh I've already prayed for you today but I'm going back to the throne now there's one friend who always says my husband and I are stopping what we are doing right now to pray for you and I think that probably many of us would benefit from a little group like that and i'm in some of those groups where i'm praying for other people too but a text group is a wonderful wonderful way to pray for each other because we can express our needs there they stay within that group we have one uh, for women in our congregation i have 
um, a text group that's praying for me and for the work that I do. And I'm, uh, oh, I'm, I don't want to use the word selfish, but that's kind of what I am about that group. I really am so very grateful for the prayers in this text group. Another great thing about a text group is if you want to, you can set your phone. If you have a smartphone, you can set that where the the little ding, the notification sound will be different for that group. So sometimes maybe you're in the grocery store or maybe you're uh, in sort of uh, an instructional meeting at work, whatever it might be, and you wouldn't just check all your messages. But when you hear that certain sound, I think it's called a haptic, when you hear that certain sound, you're going to stop and you're going to look at your phone and see what the need is because the prayer group is one of the most important sounds that you're going to hear throughout the day. So if you set that for a different sound, you will know when to stop your grocery shopping and look down at your phone and stand there with your grocery cart and pray for a minute. Nothing wrong with that. A, me a Facebook Messenger group is much the same thing. Uh, more people can be in that group than can be in a texting group. A prayer notebook is great. Many of you are already using a prayer app. I'm not so much of a prayer app person. I have Echo on my phone, but I am more likely to carry around a notebook with a list of people that I'm praying for. And I also like to divide up that prayer list. I can't possibly pray probably in one sitting for the number of people that have asked me to remember them in prayer. But if I have them on a list and I have that list divided up, then I can pray today for this quarter of the people. And sometimes it's not even divided up by needs like the sick people and over here on this page might be the people who are um, struggling with uh, emotional diseases. Over here are the spiritually struggling people. Here are the children who've, here are, here are the people who have asked me to pray for their children. Here are the students who have left and gone to college and have asked me to keep them in their prayers. Whatever it might be, you can divide it up that way, but I, I just mostly keep a list, and when I get a list that's a little bit long, I divide that list up and I just do it by putting um, a big cross mark on my page and you know I'll have two columns and I'll put a big cross mark on my page between the two columns and then I'll divide I'll put a horizontal cross mark the other way and all of a sudden I have you know four parts of my page I know I'm <laughs> this is so simple but I'll have four parts of my page and so today I'm praying this quarter of my page and tomorrow I'm paying praying another part of my page so if you if your list is too long that doesn't mean just give up and stop praying it means divide that list up and do part of it today and part of it tomorrow also i like to pray three different ways during my day there is one thing on my heart right now that is just so huge for me that i'm going to stop and pray just about that many times during my day. In fact, I have a prayer alarm that is set for that on my phone. Sometimes I have to turn it off because I'm in worship or whatever, but normally every single hour my phone has an alarm 
and I stop and I pray quickly for that need that is so huge in my life right now. So that's one thing I'm just going to stop and pray about many times during the day. I'm also going to try every day to choose a psalm, going through the psalms, and to choose a psalm and to turn that psalm into my personal prayer. If the psalm says, oh, if let's say the psalm says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. I will say, oh Lord, help me constantly to make a joyful noise noise before you. Help me to show that I am joyful as your child. And help me to be thankful and bless your name. Help me to come before your presence with singing. And when I'm in worship, help my singing to be from my heart because I'm grateful that I serve a magnificent God. So I'll turn a psalm into my own prayer. And I know that, that this um, prayer of mine is not inspired as were the psalms of David and Asaph and the chief musician and all of those people. But um, my prayer is mine. And it is very close to what the psalmist prayed for him. And I know if it was good for the psalmist to pray, then it's good for Cindy Colley to pray. So I pray for my huge need every day, try to pray a psalm every day, and then I try to pray a part of my list that's in my notebook. It's actually in my planner that um, I've divided up and I try to pray a part of that list every day. One other thing that's really important when you tell somebody you're going to pray for them, do it right then or write it down because you probably won't remember when you get home from a ladies day or whatever it is, you won't remember all the people that have asked you to pray. So if you say you're going to pray for somebody, do it right then or write it down so that you will have it with you and so that you will know. You won't lie and say I'm going to pray for you and not do that. A dry erase board. I did that for years. That's a great way to pray because you can switch up that list without, you know, you don't have to have it with you. But the only thing is it's hard to carry a dry erase board around with you. So maybe if you're going to pray every day when you are getting dressed or putting on your makeup in the, in the bathroom, a dry erase board is a great way to go because you can alter that list as prayers are answered and you can literally see that list evolving in front of you. So that's a great way to pray. Um, I, need, I think we need to thank people for praying for us. Sometimes we say we ask for prayers, but then we forget to thank for prayers. A great way to ask for prayers for people who might be listening right now is in the Digging Deep for Encouragement group. The Digging Deep for Encouragement group is much smaller than the Digging Deep in God's Word group. But I would love it if everybody in the Digging Deep in God's Word group would go on over and get into the Digging Deep for Encouragement group and be praying for the people who are requesting prayers in that group. And then I believe that those of us who do request prayers in that group for specific things should go back and update. I think we should go back and say, thank you for praying. This is the way my Aunt Jane's surgery came out. She's better. Or thank you for praying. My father did pass from this life, but I know that I receive great comfort and will continue to from your prayers. Thank you for praying. So we need to, uh, the Dignity for Encouragement group is great. Any way that you request prayers though, it's great if you go back and thank people for those prayers and update them. Tell people you're praying for them. 
thank people for praying for you. Even at, even tell people that you're, I'm praying for you by name. That, that means something to people. Our elders are really good in their elders meetings at writing cards for people who are struggling in a variety of ways. And they will say, the elders prayed for you by name in our meeting tonight. Please let us know other ways that we can help you. I sometimes, I think it's a good idea to sometimes say to our sisters and to people who aren't Christians even, who are struggling with something, maybe there's a sickness, maybe there's a sorrow, maybe there's a worry. I sometimes say, could I get some of my sisters to pray for you? Would that be okay? If I get, if I ask some other people to pray for you, many times the answer is yes. Sometimes uh, in the restaurant, we have uh, said to the waitress, is there something we can pray about for you today? And almost many times there is a need and that waitress at least knows that we are people of God and that we are taking prayer requests to the throne. Sometimes I'll get an email or a Facebook message that will say, Cindy, I love you. I appreciate maybe something about something I've written or whatever it might be. Not much, too much to appreciate there, but someone will say, um, I appreciate you and I want to pray for you today. How is the best way to pray for you? What can I pray for? I love that. I love that. It's good for us to ask each other, how can, how can I pray for you today? And many of you have done that to me and I'm very grateful for those prayers. I just wanted to spend a few minutes talking about the importance of, I guess, verbalizing to each other the fact that we're praying for each other and giving each other comfort through specifically uh, telling each other that we're praying and soliciting that comfort for ourselves by asking each other to pray for us and then having some, oh, just some basic ideas about how we can best remember and execute those prayer times in our life. Prayer is a grand theme of scripture. It is a, an amazing, I'm just going to say a, an amazingly freq, frequented topic in the Bible. We'll close by reading, let's uh, do 2 Corinthians 1, 11 again. You also helping together by prayer for us, that for the gift bestowed on us, by the means of many persons, thanks may be given by many on our behalf. And then I will close with James chapter 5. And we will read about Elijah's prayer here. Verse 14, is any sick among, among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. We'll talk about that oil in another dig a bit sometime. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent supplication or prayer of a righteous man avails much in its working. Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it didn't rain on the earth by the space of three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. 
If any of you err from the truth and one convert him, let him know that he who converts the sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death and hide a multitude of sins. I also want to say as we close that there have been two things. There have been many times when it was in prayer as I was beseeching God for help with a certain situation that I got an idea not a not a mysterious um, unction of the spirit i'm not saying that but what i'm saying is when we're deep in prayer we are resourcefully thinking and sometimes our best ideas for helping a soul that's lost for helping a child that's struggling for helping a situation that's uh, challenging to our families many times our ideas of what to try next come during prayer i will say that that has been um, something that's happened frequently over and over in my life. The other is that um, many times, many times, God will work out a situation in a way that amazes me, that I would have never thought of in a thousand years. And that's because we're praying to the God who is able to do more than we ask or imagine. To Him be the glory.